Hi, Dr. Gary, calling you from on the road. The name of our company is Healthcare Practice Sales LLC. We are dental practice brokers. We're involved in the sale of a dental practice from a seller to the buyer. We've been doing this for 11 years. I was a dentist for 25 years. We now have a staff of eight uh, employees, including two CPA accounts. And we also are in 16 states as of April 2021. And we're growing every month, about two states a month or more. Uh, so we're excited to bring you some information what's happening today in today's world. All this information is for entertainment purposes. It's not legal advice or business advice. Please speak to your appropriate uh, professionals for that. So anyway, um, a question comes up often about accounts receivable. Well, a lot of it depends on who's buying the dental office. If it's a traditional sale from a young, young buyer and a more senior seller, that is a private sale, historically, all the accounts receivable are maintained and are kept by the seller, all right? In fact, the uh, majority of times, a buyer never buys the accounts receivable unless it's one of the corporate dentistry's DSOs. In their deal, they want from day one, in other words, if they have a closing on a Wednesday, Thursday morning, they want all the accounts receivable. So essentially, the accounts receivable will stay with them. That's what they're buying. They're paying a lot for the practice. They're using it for cash flow. That's their expectations. They want uh, to own all the accounts receivable on day one that they walk in the door. Close on a Wednesday, Thursday morning. Every mail piece of mail that comes in with the seller's doctor's name on it, their expectations are that that's theirs. There are exceptions to that. Some of the DSOs don't do that. Uh, but the majority of them I do find generally lean in that direction. Occasionally you'll find exceptions to that rule. But the private buyer, private buyer almost historically, no. Those accounts receivable are not his. Now, one thought getting over to the, uh, uh, the private equity companies, the DSOs, when they purchase, once again, they usually expect to get the accounts receivable. However, if you, the seller, were paying maybe some specialists on their production and the money hasn't come in yet, hasn't been collected yet, uh, and you've already paid the doctor for that production for that work, that is a separate issue that should be discussed with the buyer, usually the DSO, that say, look, for these exceptional rules, because he was paid on production, the doctor's been already been paid on it. I, you know, let's work together on this and try to work something out. That's what happens on those deals. Um, generally, I don't know why a dentist would pay on production, but occasionally it's done. So you talk to the private equity company and you sort of negotiate that issue. So it doesn't become a, you know, a problem in the future. One other note is uh, something on your account called credits. It's not a, lot of not a liability, it's uh, not accounts receivable. These are credits. Someone uh, paid their copay, let's say, the work was finished, you anticipated what the insurance is paying, and the insurance payment came in and it overpaid. There was a credit balance on the account. So money is owed back to the patient. But whatever the patient kind of disappears, or patients certain sometimes will tell you, just keep it on the account. 
other patients will uh, may move away and you lose contact with them and you had this credit they came in after they moved well those credits are really uh, the on the private sale are those credits belong to the sell the seller the selling doctor those are his credits on the account so he should be uh, left with the responsibility of those credits However, when the private equity companies come in and the DSOs, they may look at it differently with credits on the account. So, because it's like the doctor, seller was paying twice. Paid the associate once, and, uh, and then, well, not even, let's just, so once again, use the, um, for, uh, the analogy, money comes in from the insurance company, patient moves away. That patient's entitled to that money. But if you can't contact them, they have no place to go, you just hold on to it. It becomes your money. And maybe in five years they'll call you, so then you, you give it out then. But on the contract, and you want a dental attorney, you want the contract to say all credits from patients belong to the doctor. Obviously, most of your patients have a zero balance, but there are some patients that owe money. So that's how you handle that. All right, all credits belong to the seller. And with the private equity companies, you'll have to make a special plan or special negotiation for that. All right, those are a few tips today. Hopefully you learned something from that. Call us, subscribe us if you like it. Remember, this is for educational purposes, entertainment purposes. No, we're not attorneys. We are not accountants or uh, official dental salespeople. So please bear that in mind. Anyway, we're happy you came with us today. We have many more topics coming. See you. Bye.